Welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast, the most informational, educational, and entertaining podcast for auto detailers. Welcome to the community. Hi, welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast. My name is Marshall Hill. I'm your guide as we journey through the car care industry. And tonight is the Community Pub. You can find me on Instagram at Total Auto Solutions. If you're on TikTok, find me at Detail Supply App. Best way to get in touch, though, shoot me a text direct, 918-800-1188. I'm ready. This beer uh, we picked up this weekend. Uh, I did a family reunion over in Arkansas. And uh, we were just south of Hot Springs at uh, Lake Washita. And one of my cousins was coming out of Little Rock. And he's like, hey, there's a really great brewery. It's called Lost 40. So, Nick, thanks so much. My cousin, Nick, uh, thanks so much for grabbing the beers. Um, Lost 40 Brewery called Trash Panda. That's the name of this beer. And I had one the other day, and I really love it. It's that typical hazy... New England IPA, really good. I enjoy it. Um, what did you guys do this weekend? Anything? Brandon? Yeah, I just was with the kids a lot because we were all in quarantine. So just trying to find ways to keep them entertained. We played The Floor is Lava, played some Among Us. Um, I built an arcade for the kids, so I got a new claw machine for them for the arcade. So there you go. Just some That's dad awesome. stuff. <laughs> um, all right. So I like Among Us. I think it's fun. And then uh, my girlfriend's son always watches a YouTuber that's playing Among Us all the time. And it's it's a really interesting game. It's it's almost so dumb that it makes it a lot of fun. I think I told you uh, for my son's party, I a bunch of his friends came over and something to keep them, give them something to do. We did a real life Among Us. I set like little things across the house and we ran around and you'd hit somebody on the head and then you'd have to fall because you're dead. It's kind of fun. Wow. <laughs> Good job, man. Oh, I think Marty got messed up. Yeah, he was talking about YouTube. I got to start putting some of the stuff on YouTube I do with the kids because they're always watching stuff like that. I'm telling you, man. I mean, that kind of stuff, too, especially kids stuff. I mean, you just got to watch how you upload it. But uh, people watch that stuff. I mean, that's a good idea, especially the Among Us. Like, if you made, like, a, your own, like, version of it, like, I'm sure you get a lot of views on that. Some of the people he watches, I looked up, and they make, like, 15 grand a day. I mean... I think that one kid, I forgot his name, but like his stuff sells and like Best Buy sells this stuff where it's like these little like holders for phones or it's like these little games and stuff. And all this kid did was like his parents filmed him like opening toys and it like blew up. And now this kid's making like, like you said, $15,000 a day. <laughs> and like, I'm, I'm like, that kid's set for life. Is that Ryan's world? Ryan's world. Yes. Yeah. Ryan's world. My kids are obsessed. Uh, same thing. There's that blippy guy. It's just a guy going around in playgrounds. He's so creepy. But my my daughter watches him all the time, and he's sold in, like, Target and all sorts of stuff. 
That's what I was thinking because I, I kept saying like Blippy's world's coming to town, and I'm like, who the fuck is this Blippy world's guy? And I'm like, it looks weird. It just like doesn't look. Like, and then I looked it up, I was like, oh, it's a kid's guy, but he just uh, I don't know, man. I don't trust that look. It's like one day we're gonna find out that it's kind of like the Elmo guy. We're gonna find out Blippy was touching kids or some shit. I don't know. Like it just sounds weird. He is creepy as all hell, man. <laughs> I totally agree. He's like a wannabe Pee Wee Herman. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, it was funny. Speaking of Pee Wee Herman, they want to see the. Uh, I think Steve from Blues Clues made like a video recently. Oh, no, no he, I like, didn't. he like made a video like, hi. He like had the same shirt on and he's like, oh, Steve here. And he just wanted nice. to say, like, well, I, oh, I've been away and uh, I'm back now. Was he like, like uh, the real Steve? It was the real Steve, not that. Uh, <laughs> the real Steve. Not that, not that. I think it was his brother or his son or something took over or something. Yeah. Yeah, hey guys. Um, I don't know what's wrong with Marty. Uh, it feels like uh, I'm the host now. <laughs> I don't hey! know what to do now. <laughs> I don't know how, but it feels like I'm the host. Yeah, he. Uh, I was gonna say he just texted me. And told me I don't know. Just, uh, Can you just hang? hang in there. He's trying to. He's trying to come back. Yeah. No, he said he's trying to come back. Well, since you're the host, um, you know what are we talking about this week? <laughs> <laughs> Not idea. <laughs> oh god <laughs> that's marty's joke god <laughs> i mean i i got to go on uh what's his name's uh alex's podcast last week that was a little bit sudden it was kind of cool though nice it was cool we basically talked about what we did we talked about in the pub really um about like the youtubers and stuff but like bruno jason was uh i think he dropped like nine or ten f-bombs like in the first like 10 seconds <laughs> And uh, Alex is like, we're going to have to put an asterisk on this episode. And I'm like, well, I don't, I'm just here to have a good time. I'll just tell you. Like, <laughs> oh, did you get, um, speaking of that, did you see Max Shine launched uh, cabinets, apparently? Cabinets? Yeah, I don't know if, if they're selling them, but they showed a video the other day um, of a guy, like, of, all, of course, it was stocked with all Max Shine products. And the guy was, and they were black and red. The guy was opening them up and stuff. And I was just like, oh, okay. Like. I have not been told about those yet. Actually, that's that's interesting. Yeah. Um, they did they did launch a bunch of other org- organizational things. Like they have a snow foam lance holder now, and mm. like now they have a holder that holds the actual triggers of the bottles, but also the detail brushes on top. Um, they oh, came wow. out with a couple other things. Now they have like metal. There's these metal. Uh, just like a box that you put your bucket in and then it's got the wheels it's just a coaster oh okay yeah they're coming out with a lot of different things now yeah they seem to be like expanding with a lot of their stuff which is i just wish that they i mean i'm not sure if if you've seen this i mean but i know the detail shop near me he's having a hard time getting stuff and it's just like i know it's like everywhere shipping like just sucks it, it just takes a while so what i what my shipments are usually quite large because i try to make sure that I at least have one of everything as far as the products go. I still have to mm-hmm. buy some other things, but I've been trying to buy at least one of everything that I can. So if there's someone that says, Hey, I need this, I'm like, Oh, I got one. You know, yeah. and <laughs> um, you didn't get once I get my online store up, I just took um, I took Marty's advice. I signed up for Shopify. Yes. And it's like 77% off or something shipping. Damn. So I wish he was here to thank that, but he'll be back on. I'll thank him. Um, so I'm going to get my online store up and you'll be able to just click and I can ship things right to you. Oh, good. 
I mean, I, I saw the um, right before they launched like their Grim Reaper polisher. I was in a shop and the and the uh, the owner was like, I can't tell you what it was, but just think about Halloween. So I was already kind of knew they were gonna do something like that. And I saw it and I thought I was like, oh, it's just just a reskinned polisher. But I, I get I don't know. They keep posting like they're selling out, so I don't know. Yeah, they uh they told me about it when it came out. Uh, essentially, they're trying to make like a collector's item polisher because oh. they're only making so many. They want. I think that what they're going to try to do is a couple times a year come out with some special polisher mm-hmm. and make it like a collector's item. They won't remake that polisher. They'll do something new. Yeah. I mean, they got to do a Christmas one now. I mean, <laughs> I would get, I don't know. I don't know if I'd get it, but it'd just be kind of cool to have like a Santa Claus theme. Well, I don't know. Or 4th of July. I mean, they could probably do, but um, I, I just thought I, it was kind of interesting. I will say it was kind of cool. Like I didn't buy the Reaper because I got the green and I love the green, green yeah. polisher, the, the M15. Um, but the Reaper, when they told me, I thought was cool. They also came out with a bag just for it and a wall hanger just for the Reaper. And it says what? Reaper, and it's like kind of cool looking. Bag. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's pretty cool, though. I mean, they've been an interesting company, to say the least, so far. I mean, it was kind of cool when we had them on the one time, like talking to the one guy. It was. that He's not there anymore. That's who what? I was working. Yeah, that's who I was working with, and I got okay. I got an email and call about a month ago. It's someone completely new now. Whoa! Yeah. Holy crap! I didn't know that. Yeah, he, I, I don't know if he left or went somewhere else. He's not there anymore. I think his name was Matt. He's not there. Matt. Yeah. That was like there's this uh, small company that I get stuff from called. Uh, I mean, I'm sure you guys have seen them, but Extreme Solutions. They're like not far from me in New Jersey. And uh, I used, I always was dealing with this one guy, and all of a sudden, like, I went there, and it was a completely different dude, and I had brought up, like, oh, I used to deal with Aaron, and the guy just, like, paused and looked at me, and he goes, that guy doesn't work here anymore. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, uh, and then he had told me, like, something happened, like, he, he was stealing something, or, or took his, he did something on their back end that really effed their website up, and apparently oh. they got they got because he they got to rebuild a bunch of stuff. So he was just like, oh, "Listen, I, I didn't know. I'm not gonna bring it up again. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, but I didn't know. Like, the dude, like, I, I was like, I, that guy seemed nice. I didn't know he would do something like that." Uh, it looks like Marty's back on, so I'll let him go ahead again. But real quick, uh, speaking of local businesses, I I live right near Colonite. Oh, really? Yeah. So that's kind of cool. I don't know if you ever use Colonite wax. It's some pretty gnarly stuff, but. I have, I had actually had detailed, and it was kind of weird. I detailed a, another, a, another detailer's car. Like he did, he, he didn't really detail anymore. And it's all he used is colonite. It's all he used. And then there, I think it's called their fleet wax, which is, it's like basically like the colonite you see, but I think it's supposed to be a little like uh, thicker or something. Yeah. Or is there boat wax, I think, but uh, he used uh, that. And, uh, but yeah, no, I have, I've got, I've not tried their spray wax. And then I've seen that they're, the, I think Celeste Tall or something like they're really expensive, like eighty dollars wax that they have, but I've never, I never bought it. It's the ones you gotta like rub together and like. Yeah, I mean, like that was like the what the red company came out that with like uh, Koshkemi, where it's like the new hand wax, and like they're showing, yeah, you rub it your hands, and like I'm just like, yeah, all right, Swiss guys. wax, you gotta warm it up, and you gotta like. Yeah, yeah, like you're out there, like uh, I guess it looks. I mean, I don't know if, if a customer comes out and sees you rubbing the car down, they're gonna be like, sir, like do you, do you need some help like over in Europe, the only- though, that's the thing 
that's what people want in Europe is the Swix wax by hand. Like that's the high end wax job over there. So I, just, I, don't, I don't know, man. Like it'd just be so weird, like to see. I mean, imagine you came outside and you saw like you're like the guy was cleaning your gutters and he was using his hands and he was like really getting in there, rubbing <laughs> on you. You're like, sir, like what are you, what are you doing? Like I don't know. That was like that. Uh, what was it? That TLC show, like My Strange Addiction. The guy was in love with his car, and you go outside, and he's landing under the car, like rubbing the rubbing the front bumper or something. <laughs> really? Yeah, it was like this episode. And the guy named the car like uh, Chase or something, and like I mean, I know it's a reality show, but like they have like a whole lead up where it's like they, he has to tell his dad. And he's like, "Hey, dad, uh, I'm in a relationship." He's like, "Oh, really? With who?" He's like, "My car, Chase." And he's like, and the dad's like. You know, the camera zooms in and the guy's like, really? And then he has to go outside. And then the next scene is, 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 is the dude laying underneath the car. Like, I like when the car's over me. We go, like, to, out to, like, the mountains and just drive. And I'm just like, and that guy hand waxes his car. I so I know that for a fact. Like, I don't know about it anymore now. But Does he take extra attention around the tailpipes? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Does he wear pads while he does it? <sighs> No, this guy's raw. I'm not gonna say this guy's raw talking in the whole way, but but uh, I was gonna see. I was hoping Brandon would get on because I, he, uh, you know, I'm not gonna. Lie, I keep forgetting he has some. He has kids, and he just he can't like uh, just break away. Because I was supposed to meet him on <laughs> Monday, couldn't meet him. Then then like uh, the last next Monday, like he had an employee cancel, and then like this last Monday. He didn't say anything on Sunday, and I texted him like in the morning, like, "Hey, man, like, we still meeting up?" And he's like, "Man, I got, I got to take the kids to the in-laws." So I'm like, "Oh, okay, like, no problem." So I went on that weird hike by myself, which was it was fine, but it was just like all my friends were like, "Don't get lost," because I went near like Brown Mountain, where like there's like these weird lights that are in the sky or something at night. I don't know. That's cool. Hey, uh, I want to say hi to Danny, man. Danny from Launch Detail, man. Thanks for hopping on. Yeah, bro. Thanks for having me, man. I appreciate it. Yeah. You drink anything tonight? I already did, man. I already did. I'm kind of winding down. It's been a long day and uh, it was uh, seven up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you ever mix anything with your seven up or you straight, uh, straight no alcohol? No, no, no. Um, I'm a Guinness guy when it comes to beer. Hey. Um, yeah, yeah. So I do Guinness, um, and then any type of liquor. I, I actually like Ciroc, so um, I tend to mix that up with something. But other than that, that's it. Yeah. All right. What'd you do today? Anything? Um. I mean, it's rainy, right? Isn't that what you said? It's yeah, a rainy hey, man. Day. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. What yeah. do you do um, on a rainy day? You just hustle, man. You make it work. You find something in detail. <laughs> um, but, you don't ever uh, take was... a day like so. I used to on rainy day or a day that I couldn't like if it was way too cold. Now this was before we had everything. Now, right to where if you have free time now, you should be editing photos, editing videos, trying to create some content, right? You know that the the way technology's gone is it actually kind of has eliminated us, quote unquote, free time for business, small business owners, right? Like. But back in the day, I mean, it was all video game, Tiger Woods, drinking beer, hanging out all day, or yeah. that was about the only time I could go watch movies. So yeah. there's, there was guys that would come and we'd, you know, they were, maybe their business was down, we're in construction or roofing or something. And we would all just go, you know, crash a movie and take a bunch of food in and just veg out for hours. 
Yeah. I mean, now it's just, I, I, I just feel time is ticking with the season, especially for summertime. It's like go time, you know? So yeah. you try to book out as far as you can, obviously, you know, with your eye on the forecast. And I believe when we were talking earlier, um, I had that one gentleman canceled that he had his STI in a storage unit, but he still wanted to reschedule, which was fine because I still did prior work. So I'm working on a Maserati uh, to finish up tomorrow, um, but it was indoor. So um, I know for me, man, I just, I just try to book myself out and um, just make it happen. If it's raining, try to pull the car back inside and finish it in someone's garage or you know in um what do they call those decks uh uh parking decks you know and just get it done or like what you were saying too um you maximize your time you start editing videos you start um if you have a website you know you start to look at that um yeah I, i don't i don't really try to make anything like an idle time i try to get things done you know regardless of the weather. Yeah. Uh, Derek, I know you guys are about to start getting colder. What do you do on your snow days and you were expecting to work? Um, I'm kind of like what, uh, what uh, Launch was, was saying. I, I try to make sure that the, I have a fallback or something. Like I've, I've got a couple situations where, you know, you look at the weather, 10% chance it's going to rain or snow or it's going to be below freezing. And then all of a sudden you come outside and it's pouring or, it, or, it's, or it's 29 degrees and you're like, oh, crap. Like, and then I, I have a lot of, um, uh, like I used to do a lot of work for this one body shop. So I would just go do cars there. It's like, and then, you know, it's not like, I'm, I know I'm not gonna make as much, but like at least it's something to do um, mm-hmm. instead of just sitting at home. I mean, like, or I'm like you, Marty, where I'll just or editing videos and stuff or like editing photos and, uh, you know, make sure my SEO is good on my website. You know, I haven't updated this photo in a while. Like, um, but I like video editing, so I'll end up probably end up doing that because that takes hours usually, depending on what you're doing. But mm-hmm. I try to have, like you saying, try to have a fallback plan usually. Yeah. Oh. And uh, uh, there's another thing too. Um, just brushing up on training. Like, I'll get some type of panel, like a like you know, like a fender or like a hood or a trunk, and just divide it out. You know, like with some tape and try different compounds, you know, try different pads. Um, maybe try a, a certain paint and work on that so that I know, Hey, in two weeks I have, um, a Celica. So I'll, I'll try to get something similar to that. So I could keep practicing, practicing, practicing. So when I get that car, I know ahead of the game, okay, I need to use this pad, this compound, and I can get the pretty much, I can get the job done a lot sooner. That's a good point actually. Yeah, and you can get that like at junkyards or like your local body shop. Just ask them, hey, do you guys have like a throwaway hood or something that you're not using? And a lot of times they'll give it to you, you know? Yeah. And, you know, you could just practice on there. Because I've even, uh, I mean, like I was, you only practice on your personal cars, but so many times <laughs> for certain things. Man, my trunk yeah. has, has, been, has been tried so many times. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, yeah. I, I mean, I'm sure it happens to you guys, but you'll get like a new compound or something and you're like, boy, I really want to try this. And like, of course, your next three jobs are like, you get the car comes in, the car's perfect. So you're just like, well, I can't really, if I use mm-hmm. a heavy compound, I'm going to have to polish. Like, you know, so I want to make money. So I'm not going to sit there and fool around. I'm not going to get the job done. But mm-hmm. uh, I had that yeah. happen where the, the my next two cars were like stuff where I couldn't, I couldn't use like the heavier stuff. I'm like, dang, like, mm-hmm. but that's a good point with the, with the hood. Yeah. Yeah. I think Eco, what was that? A Coors Light? 
Uh, no, it's a hard seltzer. Oh, truly? Uh, no, it's uh, the Costco brand, the Kirkland. Wait. Yeah. Costco, Costco, Costco makes one? Hard, hard yeah. yeah, I just went there. <laughs> I was. I always uh, buy the truly, but uh, this time I saw the Kirkland, you know, and I just tried it. How is it? Basically the same thing. <laughs> Kirkland makes some really good microfiber towels. Oh, minus yeah. oh, the, the yellow ones. Minus the label yeah. that you always got to rip off and then it messes yeah. up. The yeah. 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 I use them yeah. for interiors only pretty much, but or sometimes coatings depending on the car. Sam's used to have, I thought, the best, you know, cheap microfiber towels. And then didn't they do the same thing? Then they start putting labels or something. I don't remember why I quit yeah. using them. My uh oh, my, maybe because we started selling them. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, my parents have a subscription. I only have a Costco. My parents have the Sam's. So they got me the Sam's one time. And I was like, oh, it's the same thing. Like, <laughs> yeah, they're virtually the same. I think so. What are you sipping on, Derek? I, I have. So I was going to, I was hoping, if Brandon comes on, I'm going to tell him. So I went to a, a brewery that was also a restaurant that was also a, a store where you could buy like tons of craft beers. And I bought this one called Dreamscape. It's a sour ale of raspberry and granola and yogurt in it. And it's pretty what? good. Oh. <laughs> wow. I know. <laughs> you look, said look sour? <laughs> it's a, yeah, look at this. Yogurt, granola. It's like granola, um, yogurt. Uh, there's like glucose. In, uh, it's good. <laughs> it's like a, like a I beautiful like, Honestly, yeah. I just want it because look at this. Look at this label. It's like some guy's face just melting away. Like it I was is just cool. Like, I mean, that is the thing about with craft beers now is, I mean, there's another one that I'll drink next time. That that's why we got it. It had these tropical stuff on it, and it's called pineapple. And it was like, yes, like, I mean, the label starts to sell you, and it's crazy. Yeah. Uh, hey, so. You, you had said last time, think ago, you sent me a couple messages of some questions and then we just, we never got to them. Do you remember what those were? Oh, yeah. We were talking about, uh, you know, how you uh, treat every card is different. And, and um, I was just like, a, I'm not like a that experience. And uh, I have a card that is uh, scheduled for next week. And he has like um, a pain protection film. Uh, I don't know how to treat it. Like, uh, is polish it normal? How you guys treat the PPF? In terms that you're just like, uh, you know, enhancing the the paint. You mean scratches? Like polishing? Is that what you mean? Yeah. Do, do you polish the, the PPF? What do you do on there? Like, I, know. Brand, I don't, I, I've never, I know you can sometimes lightly and I've done some light polish, but I bet, you know, I bet your brand has got more experience with that. Yeah. He's definitely got. Yeah. It, it's weird. Uh, PPFs, just like paints, they're all different. Some of them you can actually polish like a little heavier. Some of the newer brands, 3Ms and stuff, you can't. But just like Marty said, almost all of them, you can use like a light polish that's a very like jeweling kind of polish just to brighten it up. But you can't really get the scratches out, right? Uh -huh. Unless it's one of those new like where you put that heat gun on type of stuff that you see. But otherwise, right, like I don't think he should use a compound. You can't no. really go and compound the scratches. 
No. Yeah, I would recommend first using a, uh, like a real good decon soap since that's the top layer. So there's going to be a lot of gunk on there. Um, but two brands, uh, Car Pro Essence makes a real, real good uh, jeweling polish and um, Rupes Uno uh, is a real good one too that, you know, that'll leave a nice shine to that PPF. Um, but as far as like the scratches stuff, yeah, that's kind of tough. I know like, expel, um, when I went through the training, you can use like hot water or even like a heat gun, but you even have to be careful with that because if you, if it's too hot of a water, um, it actually kind of warp the plastic and it won't go back to like its original shape anymore. And then that's, that's a bigger headache to deal with. Cool. How hot do you know? Um, maybe 200 degrees. Um, I would just put, I would put a cup of water in the microwave for about a minute and just kind of put your finger in it. And if it's tolerable, then that's probably the hottest you should go. And then just do multiple pours of that instead of going way too hot because you don't want to warp the plastic. Well, does that make sense? Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm I'm planning to do like a like polish, just to you know, just just to clean the whole thing. It's just the hood, but uh, other than that, yeah, it was just like a. Do you know how 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 old the PPF is? Yeah, I don't know how old uh, this customer. He just uh, bought a, a used car. He doesn't even know. Oh, to... okay, so it's already oh, owned before him. Yeah, no, it's, okay. It's, yeah, and I would, I would... to remove it because still in in a pretty nice shape. It's not that bad. It's just yeah. one, you know. Launch Do you have mentioned essence, okay. and mm -hmm. it not only is it going to brighten that up, it actually slightly fills in some minor scratches too. But it it will leave behind a paint sealant too, an SiO two sealant. Mm -hmm. So when you're done yeah. polishing, it comes off super easy, and then it's protected. Mm -hmm. You're done. Yeah, yeah, oh, it's good stuff. I was going to say the uh, I've used uh, Optimus uh, primer polish on the last couple of cards, but a lot of the ones I did were newer PPF installs and there weren't even really any um, swirls and like you couldn't see nothing in, a, in, a, in the paint because it covered it up. But it, the guy had some bug, bug etchings like on the front and mm -hmm. primer took it out. So, but I did like oh, a soft wow. card. Pro Essence also, also makes an Essence Plus. Yes. And that is meant to fill things in and then it turns hard. So you could use something like that too. Do you already know what polish you're going to be using on the PPF? Like what brand? The um, I I have the three D the light one. Oh yeah, three D is good. Yeah, I like, I like yeah, 3D three D is so good. Far. Yeah, just... yeah, their hybrid wax is really really good. I love that stuff. All right, yeah. so speaking of wax, this is something I've seen in the. Uh the uh the groups i really want to know your guys opinion on it because i i th i think i find it pretty fascinating with the debate of do you wax over a ceramic coating thoughts no Brandon? nope it Why? will clog it will clog the pores and it won't react the way it's supposed to um so essentially it's not going to be a coating anymore. The reason why you get a coating is to have better reactions than a wax does in longevity. 
where now it's just going to be a wax. It's going to react like a wax. So you're basically nulling the coating out unless you get that wax back off it. Yeah, I did see that. Somebody did comment about that, uh, about closing up the pores. Derek, what do you think? Um, I mean, the the times I have done it, I mean, it sometimes it just looks kind of smeary almost. It doesn't really, because mm -hmm. the coating's like rejecting a lot of the wax anyway. So you end up just wiping and wiping and wiping and wiping. And then once you pull the car outside, you'll just kind of see like oily marks on the paint and stuff. And you're almost like, well, you know what? I mean, most of the coatings and stuff, I mean, it's just try to get the, the coating as clean as possible. So, you know, I really don't see a, a point in it. I mean, I just would just use, a, you know, like a ceramic detailer or something just to kind of boost it. And that's it. I wouldn't really go like, you know, my traditional paste wax. or like, I, I saw a post where a guy was like, oh, I, I put this one coating on and then I put, you know, buttery wax on it. And I was just like, why, man? Like, what's the point? Like, <laughs> That's what I've wondered. I mean, really, what's the point of putting a wax over a coating? It, it really doesn't make any sense. Mm -mm. Danny, do you ever do that? No, sir. Not at all. Um, <laughs> He's like, oh, I did yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all. Um, yeah, I would I would just try to find something that's comparable to the coating. Um, and I know we talked about this earlier because um, I'm a C-Quartz guy. So I use their UK 3.0. Um, and they they have reload, but I'm not a fan of reload for some reason. It's me neither. It could be streaky. Um, I tried different microfibers. I tried different amounts of spray on there, it, it, and and it just doesn't work. But yeah, just wax on top. I, I just heard horror stories of um, like what Derek was talking about. Like get that haze look on there. You can't really get it off. You're just you're spending way too much time. Um, technician's choice makes a good. Uh, what do you call it? Like a booster that you could spray on top. Um, oh, the ceramic detailer. Yeah. Um, yeah. And there's another brand. Can't think of off the top of my head, but um, they make this really great thing called Slick. <laughs> you got it. You got it. I, I just rejuvenated I just, coating I, with I, that I, today, Marty. Same here. I just uh, alley ooped that before I left. Slam dunk it, man. You know? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> White man can't jump, and I nailed that one. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, did you? Uh, thanks for hopping on, man. Good to see you. You got it. You drinking? Up, you drinking one of your alters hey, tonight? Up, no, no, I'm uh, just drinking some water. Actually, just got home. Oh. So, what's uh, going on? Did you ever back in the day? Did you ever put when you were putting sealants on? Did you ever put a wax on top of a sealant? Uh. No, but I know there was a big thing where people liked uh, Jess Car. I think it was Menzerna mm -hmm. at the time. Menzerna Power Lock and like the Colonite eight four five or whatever on top. I mean, it wasn't going to help. I don't know why. You know, the sealants got to a weird place where people just didn't believe in in sealants. But if you ever used there was a there was a sealant that worked really great that I used a lot. It was called Fuso Coat. Oh, was like a, that was an Asian brand that had, I mean, that stuff was probably popular in Asia for like 20 years. Mm. And, you know, I got turned on to it by some car show guys years and years and years ago. And that stuff would last forever. But power lock, mm. I never did the, the whole wax on top. I never understood that really, to be honest. Did you just going to just, just going to sweat out anyway. Mm -hmm. Did you ever top a sealant? Um, you mean like right after application? 
No, not really. But I'll tell you what I would do though. Um, if you ever got into like where it was sticking or whatever, I would use, you know, something like an express wax or something to help get off. And if you, you know, sometimes you'd have, uh, you'd get some of that like white dust, you know, from the towel and that's exactly kind of thing. what I, when you said, when you said that, I went, God, that white dust was horrible. Horrible. Hmm. Um, so I, I, you know, if it got real bad, like, let's just say you're in somebody's garage or in a shop that wasn't, you know, ventilated properly. Sometimes it would just re react really weird on the sealant and you would get that white dust. It wasn't every time either. It was like a random shit that would happen. Um, I would use like an express wax to, to clean up the car. Um, so I guess that would be considered topping it, but I, you know, I don't know. I, I, it's just like now I think people think what, I mean, we get this question all the time, Marty, about coatings. You know, there's a lot of people that top coatings immediately. I mean, I, I've never seen the need to do, I, I actually don't believe in that at all. You know, like leave the coating alone for as long as possible and let it, let it set up and do its thing. The question I always like to ask is, well, I mean, we, they'll say, you know, can I do it? I'm like, well, sure. But I mean, we recommend not putting water on a vehicle for 24 hours. So I'm not exactly sure why you would want to do it. It, it never has made sense to me. Brandon, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I, I don't, I don't agree with it either. Um, the coating, it's got a cure, so you shouldn't be putting anything on it anyways. But if you're trying to put any kind of wax or anything, I talked about it clogging the pores, but not to mention a wax is sticky. I tell clients all the time, you take a candle, you roll it down the driveway, it's going to pick up everything with it. Why would you want to put something sticky over the coating that's repelling the dust and dirt for you? It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And you have companies selling like silica waxes, you know, as part of their boost service, you know, all of this coatings come in, our coating has come in. And now with our boost service, we're going to put silica wax on top. And I always think to myself, well, why not just put like a light layer of coating on? Wouldn't that be better than some kind of silica wax? I mean, I, I, I just, some of this stuff, this doesn't make sense when you, when you just think about the chemistry of a coating, uh, not to get off the sealant topic, but I mean, the coating people have the same conversation all the time. I think part of the reason coating starts to act funny for a lot of people is they use too much stuff on it. Mm -hmm. It's constantly getting bombarded with all of those different products from different companies. You know, you guys talked about reload earlier. That's always been a subpar product always. And I actually felt like it was way too heavy and that's what caused it to streak. And that heaviness now mm -hmm. starts to make the coating act re react differently. So for a company that builds a lot of great coatings, they didn't really, I don't think, and, and again, this is where slick came along. I don't just, I just don't think people gave a shit. I think they just thought we're going to load this up with silica and it's going to make all this crazy water beating. But if you have a coated vehicle, I don't think that's the best. I think we've proven that's not the best method of doing anything. Let the coating be the coating. Is kind of, and that's why I felt about paint sealants. Once paint sealants came out, man, I was like, man, let them be, let them be paint sealants. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I just had a scenario like that. Actually, um, I was supposed to do tray on a GLC uh, 43 MG and, you know, I'm starting to wash the car. It doesn't look like it's coated at all. I get it all clean. I notice it needs a clay bar. So I start to spray the water on it. Now that I got all the crap off it from a local car wash, he goes through, um, I realized there's a coating on it. So I called the guy up and explained, Hey, I can really rejuvenate this coating. I don't want to charge you twice. You already got a coating on it. 
I'm just going to give you some tips. And I rejuvenated it after clay bar and it was some uh, slick and it yeah. came out great. It's great. And great again, but it was covered yeah. with so much stuff from that car wash. It wasn't working. You know, well. And you know where this happens a lot, Marty and you guys, especially I think if everybody chime in on this, where this happens a lot is if people don't see water spots, but there's some minerals from water sitting on the surface, they'll think that their coating is gone. Mm-hmm. But it's actually this like mineral deposit from this hard water. It could be a car wash, could be something they did at their house, could be a variety of things. But it's one thing to think about like film is a lot of times what's causing the coating not to react. So once you get the film off, you don't have to take a harsh product like Reload and spray it all over the coating. You need to take a product formulated just enough to, hey, look, man, like mm-hmm. you said, rejuvenate. I'm not trying to then recoat the car. And I think that's yeah. kind of what we've proven with slick is like, you know, you get that little muck off the surface like you did. I mean, it, the coating just, they're really resilient, especially if there's a good coating on there. Yeah. You, know, you just got to, mm-hmm. you just got to rejuvenate it and not go overboard. And I think the, it's hard for guys not to do right. Like our first instinct is how do I do as much as possible? And sort of the secret to detailing all these years later is how do I do the least and get Mm -hmm. where I want to go so I don't affect anything too negatively. Mm -hmm. Danny, you remember the first time you used a spray wax? Man, Uh, do you guys remember Nopi Nationals at all or no? Nobody. What's that? All right, so, okay, well, maybe a bit off more than I can chew. It was a huge car show in Atlanta back in the late 90s, early 2000s, and, like, everybody from across the U.S. would come out here. So that was almost, man, 15, 20 years ago, and I didn't know what I was doing. I mean, I was spraying that thing on midday hot in the middle of a grass field, you know, uh, black integra with jdm front end like you know it was uh, looking you, good not using but... microfiber we had terry oh, terry towels terry and a towels. dusty spray wax like and it then was the worst. what about the red duster mop thingy that you would <laughs> drag across oh yeah, the, i did it all did wrong Cal- california car car duster yeah california whatever that thing is yeah i, I didn't do I was... it but i swear every customer had one in their trunk yeah. yep and you'd I see these long new. lines across their hood. And I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, um, I'll share my embarrassment. It's, it's, it's been about 16, 20 years that I've used it for the first time. And I didn't know what I was doing with it. <laughs> Mario, do you ever use spray wax? Uh, me? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, sometimes. They, you know, the, the 3D Express uh, spray wax. It, you know, just to those uh, cheap uh, cars that they just need a, a nice shiny, especially in black paint. You know, guys, in all honesty, the new Turtle Wax spray wax is really, really good for like maintenance cars. I've I've been impressed with how easy it is and the durability. I mean, every two weeks, even when you go to spray it down two weeks later, it still has like a hydrophobic property on there where you see the water coming right off and for under 10 bucks on a maintenance wash, easy. Turtle wax, Light they're spray. the ones that, that brought all the influencers out on the bus and had them go over everything, right? Yeah, they, they're the ones that they paid for like, you know, 
you know, Pan and all those guys kind of went out to those, you know, to, to, when they launched their hybrid, uh, was a hybrid solutions line. Oh, yeah, and, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, their one, their one, I think it was their, their wet wax wasn't bad. I mean, I got a bottle. Wet wax, I think that's what it's out. called. Yeah, something like that. And I, I, I used to be part of like their tester group that they used to do where they would send like send out a free product. You had to review it a certain amount of time and stuff. It wasn't bad. I mean, I'm, and then I think their one snow foam was pretty good that they came out with. But uh, yeah, Turtle Wax, like, you know, well, uh, that was one of my first spray waxes, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Got it at, got it at Walmart. So. My yeah, first do, you have, do you have a product that you can offer, like a spray wax? Do you sell something like that? Uh, no, we, we don't sell spray waxes at all, huh? Um, so what we were talking about earlier, that hyperclean slick, so it's pure silica. So we're able to put down nothing but silica, some carrier and some water straight onto the, uh, onto the paint, which means it's streak free. You're going to get three to six months of protection. So it's, it's going to last a lot longer than a wax and it's a lot easier, right? You can do it with wet or dry. You know, we love doing it as a drying aid while the car's wet hit it with some slick and use our uh, twist dry towel and it's streak free. Beautiful. You use it for your regular maintenance cars? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's what we love it as no doubt. Yeah. You'll see a time. huge difference. It, it'll, uh, it'll speed up a lot of processes for you. I mean, it's mm -hmm. just guy, even my guys, they don't, they just don't have to spend very much time drying the car now. You know, I mean, it's just, it's sped us up probably, you know, five minutes on each maintenance, which is a lot for us, you know, to mm -hmm. get that out of our process that's been years in. I mean, it's, my guys are about, Marty will tell you, my guys are about as tough on our stuff as it can get. And it takes a lot for people, especially my guys to really put something into their process because they've been doing it so long and slick took about, well, version that we're on now took about <laughs> two seconds and it was like, yeah, yeah, this yeah. is what we want. So just it did one of take those a things. couple versions to meet. The <laughs> it, took, it took a lot of versions. <laughs> yeah, but you know, hey, live and learn. Definitely. I was going to say, Marty, you could also take a um, Eco One and dilute it down if you didn't want to use like a full slick. I mean, that's what that's honestly what I do. Like if I can get a if I can get a rinse, a rinse wash or wash wash, I'll dilute it so I can kind of make my own bottle and I'll fill from there. It's not going to last as long as slick by itself, but if you want something that's like a you can use as like a detailer. You could do that too. It's not gonna last as long though. But I, I like the way. Honestly, I like the way Eco One smells a little better. But either they're both fine. Yeah. It's yeah, yeah. For sure. Yeah, Mario. If you use a waterless, that's what we just came out with a waterless rinseless that has slick already in it. So it's it's pretty cool to use. You actually start the hydrophobics just from the wash. You already see it. It's cool. Yeah. I'm gonna try it too. Yeah. Hey, Brandon, man. Good to see you. Are you awesome uh, glass? You got the kids tonight, or the kids all good? Uh, everybody's uh, just got put up to bed, so. Nice. <laughs> so now I got to, we have our home inspection tomorrow, so now I got to do some little finishing touches to make everything just right. So. Yeah. When's fun. the move out? Twenty oh, third, yeah. uh, September. Ooh. Coming up. You excited yeah. or nervous? Uh, this sucks to have to move, whether or not, you know, pretty excited. So, yeah, moving. Yeah, just all the, I haven't been, uh, I haven't been hitting the gym enough to pick up all this heavy furniture. I hear that. <laughs> <laughs> I hear that. Yeah. 
last night I was still trying, we were still hanging TVs and uh, I was sitting there holding this TV while she was trying to screw it in the back. And I was just like, (laughs) 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 yeah, my traps were burning. I was sitting there going, oh gosh, come on. And it was just a TV. I'm old. Marty's like, hurry hurry up. What are you doing? (laughs) Oh, plasma TVs. Oh God. Yeah. Yeah. How do you get that backdrop on your thing there, Marty? Do you what? How do you get the backdrop? Uh, your- go to the video part and you choose virtual background. Oh, okay. Yeah. So what, do you just, just pick that from your picture? Yeah, you can add it up from your own picture. They got different ones you can put in. There's different options. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm new to all this. All good, man. Yeah, go go have fun. Figure it out. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Okay. Uh, cool. Derek, did you uh, you had something you wanted to share, right, with Brandon? You, were, you kept saying you hope he hops on. Oh, Brandon, man. So North Carolina, man, they they know how to drink, man, around here. Like it's it's insane. Like all the bar, I've been to a couple bars, like real close by here, and the people just like, oh my god, like. But I found this place, and I didn't know it, it was like a uh, chain. I thought it was like a local place. It's called like uh, Casual Pint, and. Uh, it's a bar, a restaurant, but then they also have like tons of craft beer. And like, I was oh, yeah. like, Greenville. Oh, I was amazed, man. I was just like, why is this New Jersey? Like, this is crazy. Like I found like, this is the one I, that I found. I was, I was telling Marty, it's called, it's a sour, it's a sour ale with raspberry, granola, and yogurt in it. Uh, it sounds terrible. <laughs> but I it think was, Nick would love it though. It's good. No, it's, I'm out. I'm out. No, no, it's it's, <laughs> it's a good drinker. Like I'm like I want to get. I might go buy one tomorrow before I leave. So I'm leaving on. on Where Saturday. are you at, North Carolina? Charlotte. Oh, I lived in Charlotte for a few years. Yeah, it's I, it's uh it's pretty cool. I mean the areas we're like in like there's a couple of colleges near here. So uh, yeah, like, I, I lived I lived near Davidson. So Davidson. I lived on Lake Norman when I was there. So I love that area, dude. It's great. Where are you guys at? Like, where are you guys working at? At the mall there or what? No, we're in the Rivergate uh, Best Buy that's right out here, tearing some stuff up. So it's it's not going to be done before I leave, but I don't care. I'm tired of this place. That's just, these contractors <laughs> are terrible. No, the, the state has been fine. These contractors are terrible. Like, it's like, I'm at the point where I'm just like, I can only do what I can only do. And I'm just like, you know what? You, I'll see you guys. I'm leaving Saturday. Figure it out. Yeah. Like, you, you just, come, you just <laughs> come from a quicker area. That's what I had to learn from going to oh, Charlotte. I, Everything's just so slow. I mean, they got like four electricians doing some of this stuff. And it's like, I'll come over two hours later and they've gotten like one thing done. Or they like to start one project, move another project, move another project but don't finish any of the projects. So then you come over and there's just pieces everywhere. And they're like, Oh, we'll get it done tomorrow. It's like, no, it's sounds like now. the way I work. Yeah. There you go. I was but, wondering uh, he was going to fight. But, but sounds about but, average, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't see what your problem is there. Yeah. yeah. That's funny. But, but Brandon, I went to this, uh, went to this brewery called uh, Jekyll and Hyde. That was pretty good. Yeah, man. I hate it. We couldn't make that a meetup workout. Just, employees right oh no i even offered my services as a bro like i got my look i even got my shirt with me i'm ready to go and martin brandon's like no, no, I, got, I got it i'm like okay man i work for beer that's all i just you know it's fun it that's what it is yeah i just can't wait to get back home honestly it's like i got stuff to do for the wedding and it's just getting crazy 
Hmm. Brandon. So Brandon from Tim's. Backwards. Well, I guess Brandon from Shawshank would be an interesting question too, but definitely Brandon from Tim's. You know, there's multiple people I know you and I have chatted back and forth, you know, the way team members are going. And listen, we hear it from every industry. When I was over in Arkansas, I mean, that seemed to be everything that people were talking about, right? I mean, how's life? How's work? How's everything going? Oh, it's just nobody wants to work. Nobody wants to do anything. It's not only just, and we've talked to people here locally, it's you. It's hard to even find somebody part-time or lower in the uh, the pay structure because there's two reasons, right? You either go get unemployment, but I think, Nick, is that that's done now? Is that yeah, I heard that's that's the word is that or maybe it's the extra money, which was keeping people from taking a, something. Some part of it went away this weekend. I don't I, it was supposed to make a big difference. So I guess we'll see as the money starts to, you know, run out for people what that looks like. I mean, who knows? I mean, we're I've heard it from everybody here. So, you know, it's we got contractors at the shop. They're having trouble. This person called off. I mean, even high paying jobs. I, I don't, I don't know that it's just isolated to anything at this point. So that's what I was going to ask Brandon. I mean, what have you heard? Um, you know, what, what's been the trouble? Have you had any struggles trying to hire somebody? What are people saying? Cause the other thing we hear too, is just, even if people come on, they just don't really want to do anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, my problem was uh, one of them came down with COVID And then the other one hurt her back and she like fell in the shower and hurt her back. So it wasn't like they didn't want to work. They just, they couldn't work. And, you know, when I was going to that Monday to meet What was she doing in the shower? It's really what I want to know. Acrobatic. (laughs) I have no idea. That's some interesting washing. Interesting way to wash right there. (laughs) No, I didn't ask. I didn't want to know. (laughs) Yeah, no, I mean, it was. I guess no fault of their own, but you know, this. I mean, it is. Like, if you're trying to wash your toes the wrong way, you slip and fall. Goddamn. <laughs> God uh, you need to put some, uh, what's some little rough little stickers you put in the, the bottom of the shower? Oh, my. I, I call the old people mats. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, all they got was old people mats. You ain't going to fall in there. Like, hey, you hey, make I got one of those until you get on them, toes. and you're like, oh, this is the best thing ever. My uh, <laughs> my grandparents had them, and I went there. I was like, "Damn, this is nice." <laughs> That's actually how I wash my feet now. I just like pour a little shampoo down there and I scrub my feet on. <laughs> oh, no, it's got little it's got little fingers that just rub between your toes. Like I'm sorry. Right. Uh, no, no bueno. So Brandon, I, from Shawshank, I know you've, you tried to experience going out to bring people on. Is that still a thing that you're trying to do or have you waved, waved that white flag? No, I, I'm still going through it. Um, there's quite a long process becoming an LLC is essentially what I'm waiting to get done. But uh, one of the dealerships, some guy came up to me, asked me to train him. Supposedly he's the best detailer there but he was saying he had, he didn't know what he was doing and they're having him wet sand cars that he's never wet sanded before all this stuff. But then I'm talking to him and he's making like 17 bucks an hour. Wow. Hey guys. What's up, Paul? What's up? I'm glad to see you're out of the shower this night. I was scared to say that. (laughs) Recording in progress. 
<sighs> you already cleaned up for us, huh? Yeah, yeah. I just got out of the shower, actually. So, uh, <laughs> do it better this time. Thanks. Appreciate the uh, the that that lack of imagery imagery from the previous time. Paul, we were just chatting about uh, team members, employees. Do you ever have any issues with your team? <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> oh, no, gonna... you gotta go in the other room. Yeah, you gotta no, go no, in the no. other room. I'm gonna let the dog out. And... Oh, and come on. Um, so yes, of course I have. Come on. Yes, 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 and yes, and yes. Yep, lots of problems. Okay, care to enlighten us? Oh, it's. I mean, it's. Yeah, it's. I mean. Uh, uh, 20, 20, 20, yeah, it, except, I mean, I have one guy 17 years that passed away on me this past year. Oh. Um, that worked with me. And I mean, we just, uh, I, I, I mean, fell asleep drunk in people's cars while he's working. Uh, you know, all kinds of great stuff. I mean, yeah, I've had my fair share. Uh, wrecked cars, lots of wrecked cars. Two all original 308 Quattroval Ferraris. Oh, got wrecked. Uh, yeah, yeah, just all kinds of stuff. Escalade, uh, Taryn, uh, the girl that works for me. Uh, we had just gotten a body shop account and we were pulling it into the bay and she ran it right into a brick wall. So, oh. yeah, no, I've had problems. Oh, no. Yeah, and you gotta, yeah, I mean, and all that stuff's paid. I think I've claimed one claim on my insurance was uh, a brand new M5 BMW that my employee decided to let his son pull into the bay instead of himself. And he ran it past the bay and into another bay. Uh, yep. Yep. I've had problems with employees. Well, why do you keep them? Uh, well, I mean, you know, we all make mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> let's go back to i was a severe alcoholic for many years you know five five almost six years ago so yeah there was um you know you're kind of like well i did just as worse last week so you know let's just keep moving forward so that was kind of the thing i don't like turnover you big on fifth six chances uh, yeah oh god dude yeah 25 <laughs> yep yep yeah i'm not uh i'm not good i always think um you know i can mold the people i have you know which has worked out now but it's only worked out you know because i straightened myself up you know so you know they they you know look at me as more of a a, a leader and they they see what i do for my family for the community and for community. you know them yeah for them yeah. for them and uh so i think that it's uh it's really come around over the past five years six years uh paul what are you seeing from the dealerships because the dealerships i'm seeing here are completely vacant 10 to 20 yeah. cars yeah, uh, yeah, today, yeah. yeah. Today I was talking to a manager that they all thought because they were told from Nissan that they would be getting a bunch of cars this month. 
And then they were just told that they're not, and they might get them next month. And I said, so when does this get better? And they said, well, we're being told it's going to get worse <laughs> before it gets better. And it's already the worst anybody's ever seen. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, I mean, of course, it's, uh, I mean, we might have 10 new Porsches on the lot right now when we generally would have 100. Yeah, so used car market is is through the roof right now. So, I mean, we're, we're out there trying to buy as many used cars. I know, uh, and I have, I have pulled, I don't know, probably a good 20 clients into the Porsche store to trade in their vehicles and order new ones. I've sold four Porsches this week. Woo! Yep, I've sold four. And I don't even work there. They gave you I'll say they gave you brought them in. They all bought two hundred thousand plus dollar cars. Yep. So if I was selling this week, I would have would have had a pretty stellar month. <laughs> yep. I even did the finance on two of them. You know, did all the numbers and everything. <laughs> Sat down with them and just went back and forth with the desk for a little bit and got got the deal done and. You know, got them, got situated because I mean they just you know they have a, a big trust you know my clients have a big trust they they've been working with me for many years and if I tell them that this is the best deal they're going to get they really believe it you know the dealership the dealership give you commission on those uh no not really but I mean they 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 um they feed us you know and they know that I have their back and they've got mine and you know, they, they, they make sure that we, you know, they sold three ceramic jobs this week. So, you know, they're, they're definitely putting in their, you know what I'm saying? They're trying to find avenues to make us money. Yeah. Yeah. They're calling, calling us, asking us to come meet customers at service, you know, all kinds of different stuff. Service ramps up and has been selling more uh, because, you know, they know that we need more detail work. So, mm -hmm. I mean, the shop has stayed cons consistently busy, but it's only through, you know, just making the rounds. And I've, I've started cracking into Mercedes more. I've, I try to stay away from Mercedes, but I've, I've really started saying, you know, fuck it. We'll go over there, pick up some sprinters and knock those out because they're big, big money, you know, to buff out faded sprinters and get them back up. And I told you I was doing that. Um, that other stuff. God, what's it called? The mimic clear coat crap. God, oh, X coat? No, um, restore effects. Oh. Yep, yep. Uh, um, which is, I mean, X coat restore effects are pretty much close to the same product, but the restore effects seems to come out very clear. I mean, it looks like you just, you know, did a complete polish, two stage, three stage polish on it, but on like the white Toyotas and the uh, bleached out sprinters, they look fantastic, you know? So yeah. And they're looking good, like, you know, for a while years. So, and it's polishable. So it's pretty interesting. It is interesting, like right? Like, no, it, I do it like is. It. that, yep. that different side uh, is, is interesting. I, I hope. Right. And, and I, I think I share with you and Brandon, you've seen, I mean, sorry, Derek, you've seen it. Like, We've yeah. played around with. I mean, I would love, I'd love to get our formula dialed in just one more hair more. 
uh, so that we could release ours so that i could just you know use your formula that would be great yeah yeah well yeah i mean i just i love the idea of being able to take paint and having having detailers be able to repaint a car right yeah or you know yeah exactly and that's um i think it will be very beneficial for many different paint surfaces that will not be rectified through polishing polishing so you know i i'm uh i'm um I've enjoyed playing around with it. Guy in Gainesville is really dialed in. He goes over to the Mercedes dealership in Gainesville, picks up any car off the lot, goes back. 90% of the cars he works on are black. Um, and him and his team literally in two and a half hours from the time we went and picked the car up with him to completion, two and a half hours, sand and restore effects, the whole car was ready to go. Wow. It looked really good too, man. Really good. Next day we came back, it was cured up, you know, and uh, really solid feeling, you know, um, it was impressive. It, it is impressive. So I've gone full balls to the wall with it. Um, my small shop that's over by the old Porsche store, which I know I'm saying this, like everybody knows where the shit is, but I have another <laughs> shop across the street uh, that I had AC put in it, rewired it and uh, put some new lights in it. And then I ended up, now I'm ending up buying the building. Um, so that'll be where we do that just solely by itself. Nothing else, uh, really marketing to the mid range dealers, um, that are buying a lot of, you know, uh, Mercedes and stuff like that. And they're they kind of just that mid range dealer, independent dealers. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Cause wow. you can blame through it very quickly and you don't have to be selling them detail work you know you're not you're not trying to come in there and shampoo their carpets and stuff like that you're just going in there and saying hey i'm going to rectify these paint problems you know and uh, these cars are going to look a lot better i can touch them up prior to and then put this stuff on the next day mm-hmm. and um it's going to be a fantastic situation for you and me so you know it's uh it's good Do you have to fix scratches or anything before you put it on uh you can yeah yeah, you sure can. Can you just put it over and it looks? Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it just uh, like uh, it'll melt it, you know, melts it in. Wow. Yeah, it's it's fantastic product. I mean, I'm I mean, once I master it, I'll I'll really be showing you. You know, I'll be pushing on you guys. So you know, <laughs> I gotta, I, I, gotta I really turn feel, down. I really feel like I just feel like you know it'll it'll be able to add to everybody's uh, you know bottom bottom dollar you know the 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 end of the line there so. You know, it's, um, I think it'd be beneficial for everybody to be, you know, doing it. The more people that do it, the better, you know? Yeah. I hate when I have to tell my dealership clients or retail clients that's got to be painted. I hate it. Uh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, and we have a lot of Porsches that, um, like they get that crackling. Oh, this mm-hmm. really, really fills in that crackling. You go with the 3000 DA, go over it and then put this stuff over top of it. It's amazing. Oh, so it like fixes like crow's feet? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Oh, whoa, whoa, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It fills it in, dials it in. I mean, in a certain light, in a certain angle of light, you can still see a little bit of that crow's feet, but for the most part, it's it's dialed in pretty well. That's cool. That's cool. That's cool. Uh, Brandon from Shawshank, you work with a poor store. I know uh, they're not happy with you right now. But uh, any news on their their front? How are they holding up? They're not happy with me. 
What I you do? said they weren't because you were having you were taking care of the kids. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, they just they just wanted me there and I couldn't be there. But um, they're same thing. It's weird. I don't know if it's the same way across over in Florida, but they can only sell to Porsche owners. They can't sell new cars. They don't get new cars to have in stock to sell to random people. They only take orders and they have to verify with Porsche by sending all the information that it's a verified order from a Porsche customer. Hmm. Yeah, I don't I don't know if we've made it that far yet, but I know that that's been pretty much the uh, I know like I'm one of the guys that helped out this week. He bought a used turbo and then turned around and ordered a 992 uh turbo <laughs> yeah just so, to, just to say he was a porsche customer wow right right he came back the following you know whatever because he did get a turbo cab and then the new one is a 992 uh coupe so danny do you work with any dealerships i have i have um I did uh, more paint protection film for a Subaru dealership that I was with. Um, so yeah, that was, that was a few jobs. Um, and then from there, they, uh, they just pretty much stopped doing it. They didn't really see the, any like demand, uh, sort were of speak you, with their sales. Were you preloading? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just door cuts, edge guards. It's cool. Yeah. I mean, it was, yeah. you know, it was quick money, you know, cause everything was pre-cut and, you know, just do it. But the general manager, I, I actually used to work for him as a technician cause I was a tech beforehand. Um, mm -hmm. He was a penny pincher, <laughs> you know, he wanted it super, super cheap so he can sell it super, super high. And yeah, yeah. right. Where are you at? Mm -hmm. uh, based you out at? in Atlanta, Georgia. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. yeah. yeah that's a, that's a, that's a, it's a fight out there sometimes different areas around there, man. It's a lot of, there's a lot of work going on. There is. And um, we were talking about that earlier about like territories and stuff and right. how that, how that creates such a ruckus with installers because we're like, so I can't cross over this line, even though I have customers over there, but because this person is over there, I have to give it to them. Like I have to lose the lead. Like that doesn't make sense, you know? No, exactly. So. No, I know. Yeah, that's, yeah. And I, I mean, I have, I have, um, I'm uh, very fortunate that, you know, a lot of, a lot of people will send stuff my way detailers, but, um, I do have, you know, I catch my customers at other, because I'm good friends with uh, the PPF installer around the corner and mm -hmm. the detailer down the road and everything. So I stop by their shops and stuff just to say, Hey, or whatever. And, uh, catch my customers all the time man they're like oh what are you doing man you had an appointment next week what are you doing here <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, i've been there man i've been yeah. there yep mm -hmm. it's good yeah there was this one dude i had he had a c8 that he ordered and that was that was the only client i had in my roster that i wanted to get rid of because he was a nuisance with everything and then he was trying to like get his ppf redone but my installer worked at the other guy's shop and he already installed it on the c8 so he saw my customer there like asking about prices again like the guy called me like hey man like 
your guys over here are asking for prices and everything. So yeah, that, that guy was a headache and a half with everything. Yeah. Yep. Sometimes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Goddamn she is. What what color was it? It was that matrix gray. It has like a blue like tint to it, gray. Yeah. It's it's a pretty cool color, but he was man, that was a tough customer, man. That was a tough customer. Yeah. And that'll you tell- you tell him to get out of there, or are you still you still dealing with him? No, I don't deal with him at all. <laughs> I, I don't have his number. I don't have anything. I I just said, you know what? I have better clients that appreciate my value of service, so I rather service them than deal with somebody that's always having some some issue. I remember we coded his car after we did the PPF, and we told him at least 48 hours in the garage just don't take it out this weekend and he still wanted to take it out (laughs) and he like called me up freaking out that we messed up the coating and there was there was some stuff on the rear bumper we came to find out i had to drive across town for this i i get to the location to see what it was and the coating was still like tacky and he picked up some like gravel bits all on the rear bumper and it was like dude (laughs) <laughs> this is why we told you take it from your house straight to the garage and just leave it in there and yeah yeah man i just yeah that's over with i, I don't have to deal with it anymore <laughs> but you learn you know like you learn like from that type of stuff too you know yeah definitely definitely uh nick cooking with nick it doesn't look like that's gonna happen tonight but you're definitely eating something hopefully it's good yeah what, what you got there I got Costco Tromix, man. It's hot. Hot. Lovely. Uh, well, Costco's the thing tonight, huh? Yeah. yeah man. Mario's Costco's. got the Costco seltzer, and you got the Costco what? Costco Tromix, man. It slaps. Oh, trail mix. It, it, it slaps. I'm down here in Jackson, <laughs> Mississippi. I got, I got sent down here from Nashville, you know, for, for work reason. I, I am saving the... <laughs> per diem? <laughs> I'm yeah. shaking the center down I'm here. Getting I'm getting uh, for this. So I'm Nick, helping out the uh, the Tesla center down here. So how's the? That's what I was gonna say. How's Tesla doing? A bunch of other dealerships are in trouble. What's the Tesla life looking like? We need help. Straight up, we're looking for people. We need help. You know, you, you got are... cars. Oh wow. Oh God, yeah. Oh, oh God. Oh God, yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Hey, so for those not in the know, you know, everybody doesn't have cars because of the chip shortage. Tesla makes all their own chips in house. We don't have to deal with that. <laughs> Fucking See, Elon. We don't have nice to deal Elon. with any Fucking of that. Elon, like, so while everybody's saying, Where's my cars? Where's my cars? We got the damn cars. We need help delivering the damn cars. Yeah. So cool. I'm down here in Jackson. Um they used to have a prep guy. Now they don't have a prep guy. <laughs> I, I don't think I can really say why. Um, it, Marty, if I meet you in person, I'll tell you the story. But right now, um, they said, uh, hey, uh, we're sending you to Pearl. Go have fun. Um, okay, cool. So I'm in a hotel for like six days. Um, basically running the show down there. They need help. So if you guys know any detailers or anybody that likes Detailing cars, period, in the Pearl, Jackson, 
Bridgeland area of Mississippi, tell them to apply. There's two positions open. They need to help. <laughs> nice. John, what's uh, the people. John, what's everything look like uh, in your neck of the woods? Uh, yeah, I mean, basically, uh, in this case, what I've seen is, is uh, money talks and bullshit walks. And what I mean by that is I've seen a lot of different dealerships with uh, high-end cars doing their uh, finagling, robbing Peter to pay Paul to shipped off to another dealership. And uh, they're just, they're, they're low on certain things. And the certain things that are high right now, those, I've noticed those prices uh, have gone up, you know, five to seven grand. And I've got three detailers that I know personally that just gave up their business uh, in the past six months and they went to go work for uh, car dealerships because they're racking up the prices in certain, the ones that are hot right now. And eventually it's, it's, it's the cars aren't there. That's the thing is eventually that, that stock that they're getting right now or their stock that they keep promising people yeah, they're, they're low on a lot of things. I have clients that are waiting for their cars right now because they've already basically traded off their car, but they're still in their car waiting for their car to show up. And it was supposed to be here a week ago and it's weeks out still before they even get their car. So I don't know. It's a crazy, it's a crazy world right now when it comes to the auto world of, of not, I mean, our work is dropped because they're like, we don't have cars. I'm like, because they're literally, what they're doing out here is they're literally trading off the cars then they're actually flipping them back and giving them back to the client letting the clients use them for a short time so basically they're renting back out their their own car to them which is weird as hell but the customer doesn't have to pay for it it's just because you know you've already signed the agreement that you're taking ownership of this car when it shows up it's just i don't know i think it's just they're playing loose right now on a lot of things I have heard that of that too, John. Um, I don't know if you guys listen to uh, Smoking Tire, but I think Larry Casillo was saying that he did that, where he traded in his Macan. Yep. And they're letting him keep I was about it to say that. for, and he's racking up miles on it. And whenever his car shows up, he gets it. But until yep. his car, he doesn't care. He, said, he doesn't care. He said his his car that he sold to the dealership has already sold to another customer. But they can't, like the new customer <laughs> can't get it until his car comes in. So he's driving technically somebody else's car right now, putting more miles on it because it's still his car. And I'm yeah, like, it is such a stupid thing right now. Going. Wow. It's dangerous. I just listened to that podcast today. I am a nut for the Smoking Tower podcast. That's one of my good, one of my things. Good episode. good episode. That was a fantastic episode. I don't care if you're into detailing or not, or into cars or not. That's that's a good episode. Larry goes. Mm. Oh, just listen to it. You'll understand. <laughs> but when he when he mentioned that, I was like, I had to rewind because it didn't sound right. Like how you no, gonna, exactly yeah. didn't sound right. I was like, that's no, I wouldn't do that. Like no, they're literally selling people's car. Like you trade the car in, you buy a car, but your car is not in. So we'll give you your car back, and you just hold on to it until your car comes in in months. I was so, no. I was waiting to do a ceramic coating job, and I went and showed up. The guy's like, car's not here. I'm like, what do you mean it's not here? It's like, yeah, I still got this jalopy. They just sold it back to me. And I'm like, what do you mean? Like, well, I'm kind of renting it, but I'm not really paying for it. I'm like, so you're just using their cars? Like, yeah, I already signed the agreement. I'm just waiting for the car to show up. I'm like, okay, cool. Then run the hell out of this jalopy. Who cares? Because basically. That's, <laughs> that's great. Like, 
That's absolutely, and it's almost insane that you can go and sell your used car in and make money on it, right? That's the mind blowing for what we've never ever been able to make money off of vehicles. They've always been a depreciation. It's the exactly. first time in automotive history that you've actually been able to appreciate a vehicle, right? And then you get to keep it while your car comes in and drives yeah. somebody else's car that's already been bought. Like, it's, what the fuck need, is going yeah. on? Anything to make a fucking sale. Anything to make a sale. That's what's it's just, crazy right now. It's just oh. bending the rules, man. It's like, I know like that's my, insane. I mean, Marty, you saw my, my truck is worth $4,000 more than when I bought it. I And Toyota's Case calling me Toyota's calling me, telling me like, do you want to bring it in for service? Do you want to, you know, it's worth this much now. And I'm like, you, if I ever, if I give them back my truck, I'll never see that truck again. And I'll never be able to buy that truck again. So nope, I'm not getting, I'm not selling it. It's mine. But yeah. Have a good day. <laughs> mm, that is just crazy. All right, Derek, I think it's time. Hopefully you got a nice good tab out question of the evening. So Danny, one. this is the point of the episode where the drunk guy at the end of the bar, if you've ever been there at 2 a.m., there's always that random drunk guy that asks the most crazy questions for us. That is Derek from DJ D detailing. All right, guys, this one's a little weird. I think I already sent one of these over to Marty. He said they were both good. So this one is the next one. So um, would you guys rather give up appetizers or dessert for life and why? Hmm. I'm going to have to go with give up dessert because okay. I love pretzels. There's nothing better than pretzels in a beer. So pretzels is always on the appetizer menu with some of that, you know, that beer cheese and a pretzel. Oh man, you can't beat it. Like, and when I come home, I almost always eat something before I eat my meal. Like I always eat appetizers. I love little, little bites before. Yeah. The, um, Marty, but what about the cinnamon pretzels? I had when I was here. I had cinnamon pretzels that had uh, cheesecake dipping sauce as a dessert. Depends on where that's listed. <laughs> if that's listed under the appetizer, I'm game. Yeah. I typically haven't enjoyed any experimental. So you guys, everybody's mentioned uh, uh, Costco, but I go to Sam's. Sam's pretzel. Yeah, it's good with the icy. It's wonderful. Ooh. Do you have, you got quick trips? Anybody got quick trips? Quick trip pretzels, pretty good. It's decent oh, yeah. for fast food. <laughs> yeah, quick trips based out of here in Tulsa. It's a it's a good spot. There's actually one here down the street. Yeah, it's it's not bad for a little drive. You know, a little quick trip uh, gas station pretzel. All right, every quarter. Brandon from Shawshank, what about you? Are you doing dessert? Or are you doing appetizers? Appetizers. There's no contest. I mean, jalapeno poppers. You got the, I just had some crazy, they were like buffalo, buffalo sauce, chicken, cheese wrapped and then fried. Whoa. One of the best things I've ever had. Um, I had some crazy Korean fried cauliflower that tasted phenomenal. Mm. Like ap appetizers win hands down, hands down. You're like fried cauliflower is starting to pop in some places as a really great appetizer. It had like some general sauce sauce on it. It was, it was amazing. Oh, it was one oh of the my. best things I've tasted in a long time. 
All right, Mario, think eco. What about you? You doing appetizers or are you doing desserts? Yeah, appetizers all the time. You always have to <laughs> for appetizers, you know. By the time you you have your appetizer, your food, and sometimes you're full and you don't want dessert. So, and you can do appetizers all day long. So it's gonna be appetizers, yeah. You can do appetizers all day long. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Nothing better than it. I mean, I one of my favorite. I'll order a quesadilla off of the appetizer many times for dinner, right? I mean, it depends on the place we go. I love appetizers. All right, Derek, you asked a question. What about you? It's it's tough because uh, I I was gonna say appetizers, but. I do like me some good cake sometimes. That's unfortunately like for weddings and stuff. I'm going to do that again, but uh, I'm not to go with appetizers because uh, you know, like like Mario was saying, sometimes I'm just like you get your appetizers, you get your your main course, and you're just like, well, you know, they come around. Hey, you want the dessert? You're like, I can't eat nothing else. No, like please, <laughs> like. But uh, I probably just stick with appetizers. Yeah. All right, lunch detail, Danny. What about you? Are you giving up appetizers? Or are you giving up dessert? I'm a dessert guy, man. I got to go with an old-fashioned A&W root beer float. Ooh. I have to, man. In a, oh. in a, in a, in a ice-cold mug. Oh, you're throwing curveballs. Oh, my God. That's good. It's delicious. It's delicious. A&W root beer <laughs> mm. Good call. Good call. All right, Brandon from Tim's. I'm going dessert. I'm a sucker for ice cream. What's your favorite ice cream? Uh, there's a, like a peanut butter chocolate they have in yes. the place here. Super good. Yes. Yeah. I love peanut butter and ice cream, but I always have to go with <laughs> vanilla. Some type of vanilla base. Yeah. I actually uh, just had to try some Fruity Pebbles ice cream. Super good. Oh, oh yeah. What's that? Oh, yeah. I've had that one. It's pretty good. It actually <laughs> came from Walmart. Oh. <laughs> Really, they have a cinnamon up. toast crunch one too. It's pretty good. I'm gonna have to try that Ooh. one. Yeah. Who makes it? Like Friendlies, or is that Walmart brand? Uh, I don't know. It's I don't I, I don't know if it's General Mills makes it or I don't know. Um, <laughs> General, but they have like different cereal ones all all in like there's like six different ones. Ooh. it's a uh, post. post. Oh, he got okay, it right post. there. He got yeah. it right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is good stuff, man. Oh, I try that. I try it. On our vacation, we found a place in Berlin, Maryland that had homemade ice cream. And I got a uh, cake batter milkshake. It had actual cake batter in the milkshake. It was the best, mm. best ice cream I've ever had. It was well, that, so sounds good. that sounds dangerous. It does sound dangerous. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Imagine a little bit of like uh, Reese's peanut butter cups in that. Mm. Ooh, really? Oh. Mm. Oh, <laughs> you said you like a vanilla base, but you like peanut butter. You ever go to Sonic and they have the peanut butter cookie dough flurry? Yeah, oh, I mean, I'm yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm about to change my answer, man. Man, I can't believe you named no, all these no change backs. You made yeah. all these good things, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, back in the day, yes, I haven't eaten, I haven't eaten Sonic in a while. It was one that I had to give up. If I go to Sonic, man, it's that double cheeseburger supersonic. Oh. Yes. Oh, Mine's a chili coney, coney dog. Chili coney dog? All right. Yep. Yeah. 
All right, Nick, this will be interesting. Nick Rooms, Cooking with Nick. Are you going to give up appetizers or are you going to give up dessert? I think I'm going to give up desserts, man. Honestly, I'm all about like the experience of things. Like there's two things in a restaurant, you know, like in a restaurant that I freaking love that makes every, every restaurant experience I've ever had that much better. And that is that bring, you know, bread and balsamic and olive oil to the table. I would never let that go. And calamari at a high end like restaurant at like a steakhouse. I will never let that go. I don't care how good your cake or your cheesecake is. I'm a sucker for cheesecake, but that calamari has my whole heart, and <laughs> I can't let that go. And Nick. when I'm cooking at home, whenever I'm making dessert, most of, like whenever we have dessert, it's a piece off of some like chocolate bar from Whole Foods, and that's it. Whereas if it's a if it's an appetizer, it's a full blown like part of the meal course that we're having, like just like while I'm making the meal, and that's just adding to the whole experience. And I'm not gonna let that go. Mm. I'm with you on the calamari, man. My pre give up fried foods that I, I ate calamari as much as I could find. And I still would like if I go to Florida or somewhere where there's actually some <laughs> some semi fresh, you know, fish versus <laughs> versus the middle of the country in Oklahoma. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm with you, man. I, I love calamari. And I love the ones that have all the little tentacles hanging out, not just the circles. Yes. The circles. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. All right, John. Uh, what about you? Are you giving up appetizers or dessert? I'm giving up appetizers because I can't guarantee what's going to happen tomorrow and I want my dessert. I don't care what it is. <laughs> I will always take my dessert first, even over <laughs> dinner. That's oh, no. I will uh, always what's your dessert go to? Desserts first. Yeah, what's, what's your go-to dessert? Chocolate cake. Oh, man. Dude, I've been on on uh, just ice cream kick, dude. Like pretty much anything with cheesecake, anything that oh. just like doubled up on everything. If it can clog my heart, I'm cool with it. I'm, I'm good with it. <laughs> no, dude, I, I love myself some ice cream. You know, it's 110 degrees on a regular basis yeah. out here, so it's like it's hot. Dude, I will take ice cream any damn day of the week, all day. Uh, so this weekend, the one thing that I definitely didn't give up was I have an aunt that, you know, she's one of those little old grandmother aunts, right? You know, been cooking out of Arkansas, now lives in Tennessee, you know, one of those good old, right? And she makes this rum cake. Oh, like, oh. Like you, you, I mean, you just can't stop eating it, right? Like, it's just like, <laughs> um, um, uh, it's unbelievable. unbelievable. Yeah, see, can't go back. Oh, I'm not. I'm still sticking with appetizers, but <laughs> but there's a special occasion, right? I mean, calamari or rum cake. I'm going calamari all day long. Calamari, yeah. Yeah, definitely. All right, guys, thanks so much. That was a fun discussion. Thanks for hopping on the community pub and uh, good times. Good times. Brandon, Mario, you guys earlier. Derek, Danny, great to see you, right. man. Thank you for your time, man. I appreciate you guys. Yeah. Nick, even though you're down uh, down there working, thanks for hopping on and taking the time. John, always great to see you, man. Cool. See you guys. All right. Have a great week. week. Thanks, guys. Have a good week. (sighs) 
you so much for listening to that episode. And let me just ask a favor. If you got any value out of it, right? Maybe there was just one little nugget that was good for you on the inside. was good for you on the outside. Hey, whichever way you tickle, right? Uh, any little bit of info that you got value out of, would you please go share that with the rest of the community? Go onto the community page on Facebook, go onto any of the other Facebook groups and just say, hey, here's a great little nugget that I got from the Pints and Polishing podcast. I know the community would love to hear it. I know we would love to hear it. And I know there's a lot of other detailers that could also gain the information. So, hey, be active, be a part of the community. Let others know what value you're getting out of the podcast. Hey, this is Marty, Total Eye Solutions. Make it a great day. Thank mm-hmm. you.